1: Today on the Cooligans, we have a great episode for all the squirt, squirt, bang, bangers. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of MLS talk. Some great, absolutely great games, challenging games, tough games. Los Angeles, uh, Red Bulls, Orlando, Seattle, Portland, Sporting Kansas City, Toronto, New England, Javanko, 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 Javanko with a bunch of hat tricks everybody. <laughs>
0: all the hat tricks this a <laughs> week. Uh, In the second segment, we talked to Nick Sabetti from gold.com. He's an impact at Montreal football club or club de football, something like that. He is their B writer. He comes on the phone and he tells us exactly what's going on up there. A lot of things, a lot of exciting things happening in Montreal. We're really excited about it.
1: In segment number three, Pogba hashtag Pogback Pogback
0: uh, reunited, <laughs> and it feels so good. Pogba
1: is back in Manchester United, making music videos, doing he's making cereals. He's on the Wheaties <laughs> box, I think. Uh, Manchester United looks un, unbeatable at this point. They won the Community
0: Shield, and finally, David Fia, he's on Sesame Street. How adorable! Aww, Aww. that and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Score, score, bang, bang.
2: This is the Enjoy, and you're listening to the Cooligans.
0: Cooligans, baby
1: Yeah Yeah, I like uh, Given that we have music now And now we can do like You know, rap You know how rappers always uh, Who, I forgot exactly Who goes,
0: yeah At the beginning of, of, of all their songs Oh God, now it's just escaping me Yeah <laughs> um, What was it? Was that Shorty Low?
1: Well, I a lot of people do this Alright So it's not
0: Remember, hello Hop about the cool whip inside jello. Hop that pretty motherfucker like hello. Nope,
1: I don't remember. Ladies, how you
0: doing? That's How's it going everybody? Girl. Don't say nothing to him. Anyway, <laughs> ah, we are here with the Cooligans.
1: Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Thanks
0: again uh, to Shaq Stanley for that beautiful beat. Shaq again. Bringing the heat. Oh, my God. Uh, we're, we're happy to have music. We're happy not only to have music, but we're happy to be here in your ears. Yeah. Today, folks. It's
1: been... a, a comp- From last week, you know, we had... Uh, We did a, you know, Seattle Sounders uh, interview with Matt Pence, the beat writer for for the Seattle Times. Matty Pence. And ever since then, uh, the soccer universe has just taken us seriously. Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden. They just like, oh, these guys. All right. These guys are all right. It's not all poop jokes. (laughs) These guys. Yeah. We the first 52 episodes were pretty much poop jokes. (laughs) A lot of fart jokes. A lot of fart jokes.
0: Now we're stepping the game up. (laughs) We're talking about diarrhea.
1: (laughs) New level. That's right. So. People are appreciating it. Thank you for all the, you know, like, I mean, legitimately, people are, like, emailing us. Oh, yeah. uh, Hitting us up on Twitter. uh, And more people are
0: listening. So, thank you. You know what else I like? What do you like? The couple of mentions that we got. Yeah. For hashtag squirt, squirt, (laughs) bang, bang. That is not dying. It is bang. Hashtag squirt, squirt, bang, bang. So, uh, if you didn't listen last
1: week, uh, we were talking about the Apple Apple's getting rid of the emoji.
0: The gun emoji. The, the gun emoji. And, and they're, they're bringing in a squirt gun. They're bringing a, swir- a, a water gun. Yeah. yeah. Nah, <laughs> son. So we... Uh, yeah, They're bringing in my nickname
1: from high school. <laughs> squirt gun. There was a joke. Uh, we had a little running joke yeah. that Alexis pretty much uh, held still up. Still
0: running with it. First time <laughs> in my life. Uh, he uh, grabbed joke. that baton and he's still <laughs> going. Christian's like, the audience is gone. No one is timing this. And I said, I will carry this baton. So, yeah. And no one will... D- extinguish it. This is not the Olympic torch <laughs> in Brazil. No one will extinguish the power of hashtag squirt, squirt, bang, bang. And yeah. thank you to all my squirt, squirt, bang, bangers out there who are using <laughs> that hashtag, sending us emails with that hashtag as the title or as the subject I yeah, should say. Th- is that going to be, uh, you know, the name of our fans? Our is, fans. The are squirt, squirt, bang, bangers? The squirt, squirt, bang, bangers. <laughs> I think it just might be. I think so. I don't so. know.
1: It'd be, it's surprising to me that anybody would, like, take that name and, you and, and, you know, use it as a term of endearment.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think the moment I heard it, and that I heard it when I said it, uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> along yeah, with everyone else. Yeah, that's uh, how you process it You say a word, you're like, wow, that was pretty yeah, I man I
1: just heard the thing I just said, and it's pretty be, awesome.
0: If I could be completely honest, that's exactly <laughs> how most of my talking goes, whether I'm on stage or everywhere else, I'll say it and then my brain will process what yeah. has just been said. Yeah. And I'll go, you know what? That was pretty dope. We're yeah. all go. You know what? That was pretty rude, you know.
1: I guess when like other people are talking it's just like this
0: blind confusion. You're like, "What is this noise? Yeah. I don't even understand. That voice doesn't sound like it's coming from me at all, and I don't know why they're here. I don't need anybody else playing cuz I got square square bang bang. Anyway, listen. Uh MLS so exciting. You know. We're getting into this. And we talked about this a little bit, but like a Premier League is starting. But like, dude, the MLS is all of a sudden just You
1: know what? I think you know what I thinks gonna happen next week when the Premier League starts? What you think gonna happen? Nobody's gonna pay attention Nobody. to it because the MLS is hot right now. Hot. It's turned, <laughs> it's turned all the way up. That's right. Is
0: that's, it all the way up right now? You it's think all, it's all the way up?
1: A, yeah, Fat Joe is saying it is all the way up. That oh song boy. is about. It's about, uh, the it is about the MLS. It's
0: about the post All Star <laughs> Game MLS. That's right. That's right.
1: Well, oh, speak before we get started in MLS, I hope you uh, you. If some people have already seen it, but we did release a, a new video. Oh, check that out. <laughs> Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on our on soccercooligans It's on our Facebook page. It's everywhere. It's on our Twitter. It's, so we uh, we made a little. We poked a little fun at NYCFC. You, as as you know, we are NYCFC fans, but you know we we don't feel like any team is uh, free of a little bit of uh, a little bit of jokes and a little bit of fun, a little bit of ridicule. So we did a. Uh, if you um, if you are an NYCFC fan, you probably saw a video. Uh, they played it at Yankee Stadium during the game against Colorado. But which I had to
0: miss. So I didn't even see
1: that. So uh, it it was a video of Frank Lampard and Jack Harrison. And they are basically explaining uh, proper English. So they they have a bunch of British uh, sayings, uh, slang, so to speak. And uh, we did a little parody of it. And it's uh, I thought it was
0: pretty fun. I agree. Uh, Here's the thing. They try to, you know, I I don't think they came from this place, but they were like, let me teach these Americans.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, It wasn't an arrogant, condescending kind of thing. It was just like, because there's a lot of, terms that we, we, you know, we wouldn't really yeah. know or One understand. One of them is like,
0: scribble the pip. It's like... A uh, toodle, like, toodle, toodle
1: pip. Toodle <laughs> pip. It means like, good night or something. Is, scribble the pip
0: sounds pretty British. Yeah. Scribble the pip. It sounds like... Wait, is, is, is Snoop Dogg here? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> scribble the pip sounds like someone's playing a track backwards. Uh, but whatever. Toodle pip, by the way, doesn't sound any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds very British. Uh, apparently that means like, goodbye or good night or something. I yeah. don't know. Here's what I do know, is that you ain't the only ones who have a special way of speaking, right, right? England? So we did. Uh, we got our own words. <laughs> we, we did proper <laughs> New York English. That's right, son.
1: Uh, so please, if you get a chance, check it out. It's, uh, it was fun, it was fun to do. Uh, and I think you will really like yeah. Even if you're not an
0: NYCFC fan, I think you can appreciate this video. We're getting a lot of great response.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, nice. So please, Much, please check that out.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. And you know, if you if you whatever you see it on, share it. Uh, that would be huge for us. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening that are fans of ours, we absolutely love you guys. Thank you for messaging us and emailing us. Uh, the other thing you could do is besides leaving five star reviews on our on our uh, iTunes, which would be huge, uh, share. Share these videos and uh, let other people know uh, that we're absolutely hilarious and the greatest. Things that have ever happened in your lives, I yeah. might be making some of that up.
1: No, but even though, as you said, you were like, "This is pretty great." As I was uh, like, <laughs> "No." As soon as I said, I was
0: like, "You should keep going. Uh, keep talking about yourself. Cause... Seems like everyone's on board. No one seems to be disagreeing <laughs> with you. So keep going." Uh, MLS has uh, absolutely kicked it up to another notch. Uh, do you want to start with? Um, do you want to start with a little bit of Javinko?
1: Yeah, we can start with. Because uh, my God, Javinko, uh, Sebastian Jovinko. Uh, look, he went through a stretch. Uh, I think an eight-game stretch eight without, without scoring. He's making up for he's it. Really? Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm gonna. He, I, I believe he's the league leading goal scorer at the moment. If I'm not mistaken, he's at fifteen. He's at fifteen. I think that's the ha- max. Uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll confirm. But his he just uh, another hat trick. Uh, this is second this season. Yeah, and let's just talk about the first goal. So I mean. Toronto played against New England. Toronto won 4-1. to one. Toronto's on an absolute tear of the Eastern Conference. They are second, uh, currently in the standings in the Eastern Conference, one point behind NYCFC. And they are looking like the team that's... It's a team to beat in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's really what they look like at right. the
0: moment. I know that a lot of people were talking about, and we'll get to LA Galaxy versus Red Bull. There was an article that came out that said, uh, potentially, we might have seen you know, the the preview of the MLS Cup. And while I agree that both both teams play very, very well, I don't think Red Bull are that good on the road and they just got uh, two major injuries. I think Connelly and we're going to talk about that in a second. You know, we seem to be forgetting about Toronto. And here's the thing about Toronto. They are turning it up at the right time. And this is the thing about this league that's different than all others. We have a playoff. You know, we have a playoff system. You can't just play well throughout the entire season and then kind of coast at the end if you're further ahead. That might be great for Supporter Shield. Um, And although you you typically have to play pretty hard the whole season to get that, we're at the point now where the teams that start to catch fire now, those are the teams that are going to be making the biggest impression and probably doing the best in the playoffs. You know, obviously, as NYCFC fans, we're really excited that they're sort of starting to figure it out now. But when you look at someone like Toronto, Oh, no, Josie Altidore just scored again? That's right. Um, is it Altidore Altidore? I've heard both. I you just go out, out the door. Get out the door. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll do that. Uh, score, score, bang, bang. So <laughs> you got you got Josie out the door. He scored twice now, right? I mean, he scored his second goal.
1: That's right. Yeah. He's been back
0: for what, year. Three, or three four weeks. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, look, you know, it was kind of a sitter. But look, you, or actually, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't. He pushed the dude out of the way and straight uh, pushed it into <laughs> the corner. But you're starting to see that other pieces are coming into play. Guys like Hamilton up front, they're scoring and doing well. Michael Bradley, I'm not so sure. I mean, look, I know Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, an Italian team tried to buy him, but you know, it's something about what he's doing. But you got the Cheru, Sheru however you pronounce it. You got that guy out there
1: in the middle. I, I think at the beginning They're of the stacked. year, in the beginning of the year and last year, I think uh, Toronto. You know, obviously they have Jovinko. Uh, MVP of the of the league last season, Golden Boot, the whole deal. Yeah, but I mean, what didn't he win? But defensively, they always had you know some issues, and uh, I, but it, it that just looks like it's changed so much. Uh, um, a more the yeah. center back more and Morrow, I believe, right? Uh, are, are, are playing pretty dominantly. Toronto is not really giving up
0: that many goals. No, they're one. And here's the thing: I mean, I, I think a lot of the. Different teams, uh, you know, guys like you know, people that are up there, like Philly and who just, you know, stacked out again. They got, you know, Bedoya um, and and uh, I forget one other piece. I can't remember right now, but they got rid of Latou, but whatever. You got some of these other teams that have a lot of talent, um, but aren't necessarily going to scare you as much as a team like. Uh, Toronto can because they have got some big pieces. We talked about Bradley. We talked about, you know, uh, you know, Javinko obviously going to score a ton. But if Altidore starts to all of a sudden come up, you know, you don't you can't leave him alone and double Javinko anymore. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, if 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 both of those if Altidore and Javinko are are both playing well and Altidore's hamstring can can last, you know, uh, what,
0: 15 more games. Possibly, (laughs) if we can just do that, could you just you know when my wife is like just put on pants today? Yeah, I think I think yeah we
1: we we can just take some time and just yell at uh you know outdoors hamstrings just directly just not at him
0: he's a he's a good guy yeah we'll be like just walk over (laughs) here and step (laughs) on this pedestal I'm gonna yell directly into your hamstring. (laughs) Look, if
1: those two players are
0: playing well, uh, Toronto is close to unbeatable. I mean, I agree with you. So. And again, you know, we talk about their defense, but I'm one of those guys that's like, dude, you don't have to be that great when you can outscore. You know, like the first match of NYCFC season, NYCFC's <laughs> season of this season for NYCFC. It is a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah it is difficult. Uh, what what? One of the things that surprised me most about it was. Yeah, I think they won 4-3, if I'm not mistaken, against Chicago Fire. But I was like, if this goes the whole season where we keep winning by one goal, but we're letting three, but we keep scoring four, I'm fine. I think Toronto... Has the capability to sort of actually be that team. Now I know when you get to the playoffs, things become a lot more defensive and things change. Mm-hmm. But I think what what will happen is Altador is going to continue to go down this road. He's going to continue to get more and more looks. Yeah, and if he can get back to his DP level self, boof. This team and is it, you
1: know he, he hasn't been starting any of the matches. So, no. uh, just imagine uh, having someone like that. C- You know, play 30, 40 minutes. That's like that second half. That's like tough. I mean, the send, you know, the back line has been sort of dealing. Uh, With Kind of speedy guys They might be a little gassed And then this giant man just starts You know at that point he's just like Mushing everybody
0: out of the way Yeah and he's a big dude (laughs) I I am also kind of impressed With how like soft his touch is Because when he started when he was a young kid At Red Bull he was just sort of He just ran hard and kicked the ball as hard As he possibly could into the back of the net He was a scorcher and now he's really developed So you know hopefully they can get him right And Bradley can find his head again I know he has those moments of brilliance, but there just seems to be some disconnect with him right now. I'm not sure what Yeah, it
1: is. I mean, he was injured. He missed a couple of games, and it was weird because then Toronto started playing really well. DeShayro is incredible. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what, uh, I mean, going forward, I mean, I think that, there, that a lot of the heavy lifting is clearly going to be on Jovinko. That his, those two goals uh, that he scored, he scored the third one on a penalty, but those first two goals were just un believable because because he's he's basically scoring by himself he's not he's not he's not it's not about like these great assists or team he's just able to he, he's able to make something out of nothing and there's very few players in the mls that can do that
0: both of his first goals i know the third one he got a hat trick i know the third one was uh, both
1: both of his first goals which yeah. is a
0: I, whatever <laughs> all right don't <laughs> you dare i heard it too and i was did like one goal did he count just count for two or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his first two goals yeah uh, look, the third one was a penalty. Still wonderful. Still uh, knocked it past Shuttleworth. But uh, if you look at the first two goals, both of those are pure Javinko goals. I yeah. don't think anyone should get an assist on any of them. Yeah. Uh, it was absolutely just, pure just magic. Erase it from the... He from should the... get an assist for them. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. should get a That's how good assist. it was, yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, for my fantasy score, uh, he should have gotten an assist. Uh, absolute beautiful. Um, I don't know... I don't know what it's going to take to stop players like like him, but I think it's going to be he's one of those guys that you got to let him get what he's going to get. And you cover everyone else or you pour all your defense onto him and hope the rest of those guys fail around him. You know, like, but I can't remember the guy's name, the guy who looks like a gigolo. What's his name? Balibu Babaloo? He's got like ha- long hair Oh, oh
1: uh, I forgot his name
0: too <laughs> I don't know uh, a base something like that uh, Balaloo, Halaloo It might be Balaloo or something like that Yeah, whatever his name is, uh, you know, guys like that they, These are guys that can miss shots, you know That's who you gotta lean on yeah.
1: Uh, Babuli. Babuli, Babuli. I was
0: so oh, close. <laughs> I almost said Babalu. You
1: know what? Uh, part of me, I, I get a little self-conscious about uh, like not remembering players' names because you know people who are listening right now—they're listening to a soccer podcast—and and it constantly reminds them like, oh, these are just two dumb comedians. <laughs> yeah. <I> know.
0: <laughs> these guys are great. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, they're not so great. Not What's great. <laughs> happening here. They
1: don't know what they're talking about. It's like yeah, I, I, I attribute it to um, in MLS. It's it's. For for some reason, given that it's like less in the culture, it's less. You know, you, there's not many sports shows. I don't know how it is in in Canada, right? Because uh, even in, in, in Canada, they, they do like the their ESPN. They cover uh, soccer a little bit more regularly, just, just as they do like hockey and stuff like that. But you hear the names more often, yeah. So they're easy to remember. Even in the Premier League, I feel like I the the, the you know NBC Sports has a long after show and ha- like halftime, it's, it, it's very uh, specific and they're, and they're very detailed and you just hear the names more often that they just stick. But in MLS, we got nothing. We gotta like. We gotta search
0: for everything. As no, we don't to- have nothing. We have our pronunciation. So, Babalu, Babalu is not as great as Javinko. <laughs> so
1: just deal with it, everybody. Uh,
0: so you know you, you gotta you gotta get them where you can.
1: So next uh, up, next up, we were, you had mentioned uh, L.A. Galaxy against the New York Red Bulls. Uh, you know, one of the national games that were, was on Fox Sports One. Uh,
0: and what a game
1: what a game two, mean, to, two to two and obviously those uh, you know east coast west west coast rivalry has been the renewed beef. The, the beef, beef is the, back the, the beef is back so if yeah. we could
0: find Tupac's body we'd shoot him again the beef <laughs> is back
1: uh LA Galaxy against the Red Bulls, two to two. The Red Bulls were up two nil with, uh, at the 80th minute and gave up the lead.
0: Yeah, and look, the biggest the biggest controversy uh, everyone seems to be is the the red card or uh, the non-call, the non-penalty, the, call. the two really non-penalty calls, but the non-penalty call, call against Moyle, Mule. Me, uh, yeah, so it was, yeah. Uh, Brian Rowe. Um, yeah, Rowe came, comes in. The keeper. And, yeah, so... uh Does take him down. I agree with you that, yeah, that should have been a red card. Not a red card. It should have been a foul, and it should have been a penalty uh, for the Red Bulls. But if you go back even further to the friggin' fourth minute, Kenmar Lawrence threw his shoulder into, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was uh, not Ashley Cole. I believe it was Keane or Gerrard. Okay. Uh, He threw his shoulder right into him. Nowhere near the ball. Uh, it was right on the touchline. So it could have been a free kick just on not the touchline. I'm sorry. It was right on the outside of the box on the line, uh, the outside of the box. So it could have been a free, but it looked like that should have been a penalty. So that game could have been out of out of reach. Yeah. You know, or at least it would have been one to two uh, early on. So, uh, you know, I don't think that it's necessarily as said. I do want to say that we're not just here to talk negatively about the Red Bulls. I really like the way they play. They, they played very well. They were very strong. Absolutely. And look, Jesse Marcy to be like one of those guys that you know people were talking about if jurgen klinsman had gotten the job for england you know who would be replaced a lot of people were saying jesse marsh i don't necessarily think that he is how do i say this without offending people or i don't care Uh, i don't know that he's necessarily like the classiest choice because he is kind of a complainer yeah uh we like to call him uh jesse marsh brady uh is what i like to do uh Boom just heard it thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> so you know he likes to complain and he whines a lot. He bitches a lot. He's on the sideline. He's always yelling at people. Well, he well, he was, got booted he was, out of his match, yeah.
1: match. Yeah. I mean
0: you know it's like have a little bit like relax it's a little bit a of bit.
1: Patrick Vieira karma coming back at him. Yeah, or, I think you know, so. I right. hope
0: so. <laughs> uh yeah, it was just a, it was a bit it's a, he's a bit much but the style that he's played is absolutely incredible. You know, how many of these, like, beautiful through balls can they possibly get? You know, I watched the condensed match, so it's 20 minutes. Every highlight is a wonderful through ball. I'm like, where are the defenders? You know, yeah, like, they, these players are running circles.
1: I, I, I think what, what happens to the Red Bulls... Look, sc- scoring... Keep, you know, keeping uh, LA Galaxy scoreless in the first half—that's that's no easy feat. They're they're a very good team. No, they helped with some terrible shots. But, but you know, LA Galaxy for the most part this season has been very good defensively. So it's very it's been very tough to score yeah. on them. They have not Absolutely. given up many goals. Uh, Brian Rose, like I, I believe, he's given up the, the fewest goals uh, this season. Yeah. Uh, but got him on my fantasy team. But they've been. Um, I think what happens, they get a little when when people start playing them a little tougher. There were so many yellow cards given when when look once they were up two nil at that point, like there there has to be a little bit of uh, mental strength that yeah. has to come into keeping keeping that lead. Yeah, and they were getting pushed around. LA, LA started playing really really tough, uh, and it, I think it it got to them a little bit. And also the non calls. I think got to them as well. Uh, they they yeah, were there were a lot of they, they were very yeah. focused on the, the calls that they were not getting right. to finish the game out.
0: Yeah, and you know you, they have such top class players, you know, guys like Grella, guys like Kleshton, who are, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Kleshton, but um, the way he plays fits that team perfectly. He's it's great. Yeah. So much that they are really dependent upon, like, those last second passes and and giving guys sort of, you know, diagonal runs and chances and angles that it does hurt. It does hurt when you don't get those calls because it affects your ability to play your style. Yeah. So I get it. I get where that anger comes from. You know, watching a guy like Grella and his footwork, there was one specific play where he's at the top of the box and there's. He's got three defenders around him and they're watching his feet because he has complete control of the ball and he passes it. I don't know if he nutmegs or passes it next to someone's foot, um, but he just sort of gets it right through three defenders. It was absolutely incredible. And, you know, it hurts so much to think that this guy had a trial with NYCFC and Christ didn't take him. You know, it's like a girl you dump after like one date, you know, yeah. and she's like, then another guy who's dating then her comes becomes, up. It's like,
1: then she becomes Beyonce. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, you know how much she loves to suck dick? And you're like, oh my God, that could have been my girl, but I didn't take her because she ate dinner weird. You know, like I didn't stay with her.
1: Yeah. But there was, you know, one, the, the
0: toe next to her big toe was longer. Yeah, oh was God. Like, that's an automatic out. Sorry. Couldn't. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. That's a no squirt squirt bang bang zone right anything. There, That's what that is. Uh, you know, watching Grella play really, really frustrating how good he is. Uh, and it, again, all these guys comfortable on the ball. You got guys like, you know, Verone, I'm not sure what he's doing. I, I can't imagine rebel fans are happy with that. DP, I mean,
1: he's, I mean, he scored, uh, he, did. he scored a goal and it was, a, it was a great goal. It was the, 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 the opening goal of the match. And wait, well, I think he, he, uh, he got, they got put in for Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and, he, you know, he got, he got that goal. That was a, that was a big deal. Uh, but I think, well, Bradley Wright Phillips played, he did play, but uh, he got substituted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think just the the rebels have a very strong, uh, midfield. They have a, a, a great, you know, we, they stay
0: very compact. Yeah. We've seen
1: them play and, and like, and they've been very dominant, uh, you know, watching, especially watching the NYCFC matches where they take it to another level and they, they have a lot of, Promise, But I do think it's it's really that that mental strength, you know, and and maybe uh, Dax McCarty being out uh, affects them. uh, His
0: replacement got a goal, by the way. I can't remember the gentleman's name, but, uh, you know, but when they yeah, when I guess my question is, you know, you've seen them just as much as I have. What team are they? Are they the team that struggles on the road? You know they haven't won on the road since what 1988. You know, like they have. Like they're that, going. Yeah, yeah I'm, I might <laughs> be wrong. Um, you know, that the team that struggles to get those goals on the road, or the team they can't win on the road, or are they the team that you know plays against NYCFC and scores seven goals? Who are they?
1: that's a that's a great question and i wish i was some
0: kind of expert to be yeah. well this is why you come to the
1: Cooligans. i don't know breaking that,
0: down that's a good question i i, don't, I, I meant that in a not in, yeah, yeah i did want you to say something but uh i actually shut i shut his mic off uh that was it was rhetorical because you know i if i had to answer who are they i think they're closer to the team that loses on the road because i think they're while they're i do love the, the style they play and i think they play it so really well and i would love if that was a national team style uh, that you know tight compact high pressing you know attacking the ball when you lose possession right away I absolutely love that style I think for the most part that there are mental lapses that happen and if you're doing all those things you have to be perfect
1: well the te- teams tend to reflect their manager right, and, right. That, and I think that's yeah what's sort of happening we look when when Marsh left It's, it's, they, they focus too much on, uh, like when they, when they, when they start to get a little bit bullied, they don't know
0: really what to do. So I think, I think it's probably, you know, what the funny thing is that you said that because when they are the bully they're on point, you yeah. know, when they come out and they're firing all, on, all, on all cylinders and they're playing that game where the moment you, they'll push you, but if you tap them, they fall. And not necessarily just diving. I mean, just like being smart about it and, and playing playing the game where they get inside your head. They're incredible, but you're right. If the other, if the, if, if the opposing team can do that to them, yeah. it knocks them off. And, you know, they are a very strong team. I'd be interested to see what happens without Dax. If that injury doesn't uh, heal relatively quickly, I would be interested to see what happens kind of later is out for the season, he seemed to be really strong for them in the left back position. Uh, so see what happens with them, uh, moving beyond that. Yeah. Uh, what's one of the other games that you watched?
1: Orlando City against the Seattle Sounders, another hat trick in the oh, MLS. Man. This is, uh, and and uh, uh, Orlando, uh, it was a, uh, I believe you scored three to one, right? Uh, Seattle won three to one. Uh, and and Clint Dempsey got a hat trick. They uh, Seattle finally, I think, because of our episode, they finally got out of their funk.
0: We were talking so much about Jordan <laughs> Morris, and he seemed to be Jordan Morris was completely on point. Wow, just, man, uh, uh, took it to another level. Two assists. I, I mean, just great, but yeah. also smart assists. Both assists. Yeah. you know, he led unselfish. The, very yeah, unselfish. very unselfish. Led the defi- led the uh, the goalkeeper out mm-hmm. so that he can. not got close to him boom passed it over to Dempsey Dempsey two easy tap-ins for Dempsey
1: it's Clint Dempsey it it was such a it was such a simple hat trick but it it, given that uh Jovinko and uh Dempsey both got hat tricks uh the same day uh, over the games on Saturday same round same round uh it part of me felt like is is this too common I, I don't really hear about Two hat-tricks happening in, like, the Premier League the same weekend.
0: You know, I mean, and uh, that's actually a great point that you bring up because, you know, the thing that's talked about so much in this league is parody, parody, parody because Mm -hmm. of the, you know, the the cap and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot of hat tricks happening. A of, <laughs> it's a bit, two in the same weekend seems like I mean, obviously sure that happens from time to time. But you know, the amount of the sheer amount of hat tricks that have been happening, it, even uh, in general, you know, Lampard had one the previous round. That's
1: right. It seems like we're getting about a hat trick a week.
0: It's a, yeah. it's a very strange average. This is killing fantasy MLS. <laughs> you got to know who's getting the hat trick. <laughs> it's like you, it's Oprah. You, <laughs> get, you, it. get, you get, it. get a hat. You get a You get a car. I don't want a car. All right, then you get a hat trick.
1: So. Uh, c- cause I, I, I'm trying to remember the Premier League last season and I don't even. I'd be surprised if there were even four hat-tricks last, in the last Premier League season. I don't remember hearing about that many. Right. Also, again,
0: you know, defending is a little different. Yeah. You know, they defend as a unit. I, we're look, here. We're a lot of individuals I, I, And I'm
1: defending. just uh, I'm making that observation. I'm not like, MLS sucks No, no, no. You're on your
0: soapbox, buddy, and I like <laughs> it. You know, it's about time. No, it's good. You look. It, Christian Belanco breaks it down. To get those
1: goals, uh, I, I I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, take back those Giovinco goals; those were great goals. Um, if that if that came in a hat trick, perfectly fine. I'm, I'm I'm happy about it. Uh, Dempsey's hat trick, I'd be like, all right, I could I could trade this hat trick in for a different, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. for
0: like one cool, really nice goal. That's like when you get like gift certificates for holidays or your birthday to <laughs> something you don't want. And you're like, look, all right, I got two Applebee's gift certificates. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going there. I'll like, trade you that or or for you, a T-shirt. You say
1: like, um, is there a gift receipt with this hat trick? <laughs> <Yeah, Like, yeah.
0: laughs> oh, this is a really nice hat trick. Um, I got one already. <laughs> Uh, I just like I don't know what to do with like so many hat tricks you know I would I really would like I don't know maybe a full stadium you know (laughs) so can I trade this in for Uh, maybe a couple more that'd be yeah that'd be a good um, Seattle not a problem for them what Uh, one thing I uh are we talking about Valdez
1: oh yes oh my god because Nelson Valdez uh look he's been criticized a lot (laughs) he's he is a very you know Highly paid player And yes. he, he was brought in uh, To score To, to uh, And especially after uh, uh, Obafemi Martins left the, the, You know More of a, uh, a he, would ha- he would have to have A larger role With the team Right And well, that's my lunch. <laughs> well, that was, he, <laughs> Larger he, role. Uh, everyone wants him to score so that he, he wants to score desperately. Are you kidding me? So that, you know, people can stop criticizing him so
0: harshly. Right now, he is sanding down the posts, the Chrome posts.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are very shiny. They are <laughs> too were, wide. I think, too I, wide. Think, I think that's the problem is that they're, they're so shiny that they're reflecting in his yeah. eyes and <laughs> he can't. he keeps hitting them. He hit the post twice on... Goals, I mean, they were his They were just, I mean, basically tap-ins
0: I can't even explain The, the one, he, he sort of curled it around the keeper Yeah And it banged off the post But one, the keeper runs away from the goal So he, he the keeper attacks the guy with the ball The guy with the ball, I can't remember who it was, it was, I, either, it was uh, I thought uh, it was George It was
1: either Morris or uh, It might have been Ladero Oh, it might have been Ladero It might right.
0: have been Ladero I think it was Ladero, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the keeper runs at Ladero Ladero finds a way to find a streaking towards And I'm not making this up the direct center of the goal. So he is not off to, at a weird angle. He no, is, no. All he, I mean, if he runs straight, he takes out the net in the center of the goal. It's harder to miss. And he, I mean, am I making this up? He's maybe three feet away from the goal. So it's almost. Too hard of an angle to miss. Yeah. Like even if he hits it he, wide, it's gonna the, go in the d- side net. It's the distance distance of a small child. Yeah. It's very close. He's he's at least a six-year-old <laughs> child's distance away from yes. and somehow. He finds an Eden, not Eden Hazard. What was the guy's name at Roma who did that? We put the video up. Oh, uh, Eden uh, Jeco. Eden Jeco, right? Yeah. So he pulled an Eden, an Eden Jecko just finds a way to curl this thing, <laughs> send this thing wider than it. and he's in the net. He's inside the goal where yeah, he landed.
1: But he hits the post. Yeah, it, and
0: he's just like. Why am I the only thing in here? Yeah,
1: it's it's hard to believe that he and and at that point when I when that happened, I'm like, Oh, he's just cursed. Yeah. Like there's you know, uh curses
0: are real. Right. Like- or like the little girl from Stranger Stranger Things is in there <laughs> is somewhere in that audience just pointing at him yeah. you know, with her eyes. It was insane that one the second one i kind of get it was a tough angle shot exactly he deserved it but you know it's so funny man you know at the end of the ga- at the end of the game they were probably he was probably like so we did good right and they're like no you didn't score he's like oh i thought this was a post challenge <laughs> i thought we were just supposed to hit the post yeah he did he won that he definitely- <laughs> he's like wait a minute this isn't a post challenge <laughs> speaking uh, of post can we talk about portland skc we can do that uh did you see the Tfo? I don't remember what it was, What was? it that? wasn't a massive Tifa. They just put a little one. It's the double mint gum, but instead of double mint, they put double post. Do you remember Abdul Salam uh, for the, uh, which we call it for SKC, his, Yeah. the, uh, to get to the, to the finals, the MLS cup final, the penalty kick that he hits off both posts. So he beats the keeper, hits one post. It, it that travels, was last season. That was last, last season. Y- yes, yeah, yeah, It travels okay. across, yes. hits the other post, <laughs> and then out. And the audience was like, "Yeah, hey, oh, yay, oh. It was so <laughs>
1: that's, uh, funny. I, that's what I love about the Portland fans. They are the best.
0: The best trolls. Uh, In fact, new segment, hashtag. Savage of the week. We'll go uh, S O T W. Portland fans hashtag R C T I D Rose City till I die. You guys are absolutely the best. Great. I don't know who did it, but you get an applause from both Cooligans. Get Cheers. it over there. You are just crushing double post. So savage. You guys are our Savage of the week.
1: And it's and it's a and it's not a, it's a very specific joke, you know. And it's a it's it's uh it's for the for the people who really know and really right. follow the game
0: but guess what happens abdul salam gets a red card in the match obviously it messed with his head <laughs> you guys what magic Magic. i was
1: actually I, I went watching the game uh abdul salam is not someone who i, g- I generally paid attention to to uh, this season But I thought he played great Outside of you know Getting uh, kicked out And and it, it did seem a little bit Like the ref was like It was a fixing. makeup call he, Yeah he was a make up It was up a makeup game.
0: call for sure But uh, Although I mean I don't know if it was necessarily Make up call You saw Diego Chara got um Got a red card Did you see what he did? Yeah yeah He, he, he straight I, Like I, I, he elbowed the dude on purpose Like he yeah, came it, at it, him it,
1: it, it, Like it wasn't that he, I don't think he hit him that hard, but he did. The intent was there. The Come on, was there, that
0: yeah. wasn't even a straight red card. That shit was assault. That was assault. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I well, I just did, and <laughs> I also just heard it. I would, thought it was pretty. I good. I thought
1: you know he was upset. Did he make a poor decision? Was he like trying to end this guy's career? I don't think so. No. He deserves two red cards on that.
0: <laughs> One for hitting a dude in the head with his elbow, and two them cornrows. What is going up with not not a cornrows? Of, you're not a fan of cornrows? Come on now. Just in general, cornrows or his cornrows? Uh, his are pretty atrocious, but just cornrows, <laughs> I mean, what what year is this? You know, <laughs> I posted on Twitter that he looks like he was going to, uh, you know, a choke PJ Carlissimo pretty soon. No, I think, I, no a it's, reference it's to Latrell Sprewell. That's right,
1: way. but I think it's because Diego Chara is a member of Bone thugs and harmony Yeah, so. that's true.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> you got what, Crazy <laughs> Bone, you got Lazy Bone, you got Diego Chara d- Bone. D- Diego Bone. <laughs> yeah, Diego bone. <laughs> uh, every Everybody loves Diego Bone. <laughs> uh, Diego, boom, boom, boom. So tell me what you're going to do now that you got a red card and there ain't nowhere to hide. Uh, <laughs> But, I, I mean, he looks like he's... I want to see him do a press conference in, like, a FUBU shirt and a Pele Pele <laughs> leather jacket with that haircut. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Is. it was like, well, did he just step out of a time machine? <laughs> a damn, what? homie. <laughs> Ludacris got rid of him, and that was his thing. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do there's, we, that, there's not too many cornrows yeah. in MLS, it, it, in it, sports. It, it, you only see them it's at the, OTB. It's, d- it's it. off-track betting. No, it's Diego Chara and Andy Carroll. That's it. The only one, the two <laughs> that are holding on. <laughs>
0: Andy Carroll. <laughs>
1: Girl. They're the only two that are rocking cornrows.
0: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, it might come back in his style now that he's doing a Riff Raff also has cornrows. That's right. Yeah. Uh, obviously, great
1: Id- idols to
0: live up to. Uh, did but- you see the Nagby? Is that what you're about to talk about? Nagby, uh, obviously. Play- Look,
1: the Valeri goal first was beast. That's uh, was great. Outside of the boot, he's biting off of Jovinko. Everybody's like, uh, it's <laughs> anything Jimmy can do, I could do better.
0: <laughs> That's actually perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. It I perfect. said go pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It worked. Uh, also, the fact that it's a reference for a movie I've never seen. So.
1: Valeri, obviously, you know, a, a rock uh, in Portland. And and uh, look, at and Portland had a rough start to the season. And it looks like they're uh, probably going to creep in to the playoffs. I mean, they look, they're look they looking pretty good. They're uh, going to creep. But yeah. Nagby uh, it was the third. How many goals? I don't even remember how many goals they scored in the game. But I think it was the second or third. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nagby just okay i don't play i'm not very good at soccer right but i've i've been playing i've been getting better you're nowhere near as good as i am not even close uh (laughs) but when watching nagby in the box with that confidence on the ball and and the confidence to not take that shot uh and and he he did like a, a a a Turn around It was spun. a cutback Cut no, and it was
0: a turn and then a cutback. Cut, yeah. And
1: he spun around the ball uh and and laid it off to Jewsbury. He just uh, who, who, who put literally it in.
0: Just running straight, just his foot just hit it. I mean, he didn't have to do anything perfect. But,
1: but it's it's uh Donat when he's in in that position, you you can't take the ball from him. No. And you have to like double him, right? And that's right. why, you know, that's why Jewsbury's so open at that at that moment. But well, that was a just such a smart play, such a confident play, especially for a, you. Know, look, a, a team that didn't have the greatest start in the world. A lot of times it's like there, there are certain players that are like, my team is not doing great right now. We, right. I got I to gotta put it in the back of the net. I got to right. do this. Absolutely. But he's always, he's the like John Stockton. It's like, I'm going to, I want the assist before the goal. And that right. was just Which that was is the, what
0: you want from a player of his, of his, uh, you know, at his position. But here's the thing. What's more important, you think, Valeri or Nagby? Because... Valeri has the 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 ratio is different for Nagby, He has these flashes of brilliance, and he sometimes has some pretty long sustained, you know, um, where you know, uh, periods where he sort of controls the match. But most of the time, or not most of the time, a lot of the time, you're finding that you know you're waiting for this to come out. I know you know people were talking about the national team. You know people were talking, and Valeri is just one of those guys that seems like he's always ready to go. I can't wait. We're going to be doing a, a, a Portland Timbers interview. Uh, pretty soon. So I I can't wait to talk about this. You know, what's more important to that team? Is it Nagby or is it Valeri? Nagby is one of those people that I'm, I'm sure people are sitting back, you know, especially American fans. They're sitting back and they're waiting, saying, thinking, you know, when is he finally, after all this time, when is he finally going to tell Diego Chara to cut that hair? You know what I mean? Like, come yeah, on, dude. everybody. Buzz is. on the yeah. side. <laughs> He's, He has like the clippers right in his locker. <laughs> He's, He's like, like come oh, on, no, homie. No.
1: He's te- just texting him pictures of just the, the scissor emoji. No, you know, you're, so. <laughs> you're, you're,
0: all right. You're, you're, uh, you're Diego Chara. All right. Yeah. I'm calling you. Uh, hey, what's up? that's all you hear it's it's a buzzer (laughs) nagby just turns the buzzer on i told you to stop calling i have a i have i have a set of skills or whatever yeah yeah just just get really just the random he calls the hair directly you will be taken uh but yeah look uh Obviously, when is he going to show this well, brilliance in the national team?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's all—it's just about playing time. Obviously, his his uh, first real uh, important games were, were at the Copa America. And look, I think Nagby's the future, I think, uh, you know, of the men's national team. I yeah. mean, he, he's the— And
0: wants Once Bradley— Nagasic, as we've Nag- so famously that's right. said. That's right.
1: And once uh, uh, Bradley is is done, uh, retires from from international duty, I think— He's he's next up. I mean, I don't I I can't really think of anyone else that I sort of trust
0: with in that role. Right. And you know, tons of skill. I don't want anyone to think, especially Portland fans that were sitting here dissing Nagbe, we want to see that and I'm sure you do too. Every time out every time he has the ball in his hands, you want to see him be that brilliant. And that's it. Yeah, that's um, not too much to
1: ask for. Just no, of just course be not. absolutely brilliant. Every this single is their time job, though. I mean, you
0: can't <laughs> fail at making burgers if you work at a burger joint and be like, well, he gets one out of every ten right. No, you got to be right every time. Everyone, if you're a doctor, you can't you know, mess up. I, I, look, I, one, I one good brain surgery I, every four. I
1: love that you're comparing uh, brain surgery to to making burgers. Like, I'm talking about like, what's important I to me. I make. feel like you're allowed to make a little bit of a mistake with a burger.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, you could toss one out. But what I'm saying is you can't. You have to you have to deliver the right product. Of course, okay. of course. And,
1: and but there's a lot to you know, coaching We all managing. know that burger
0: is more important than your brain. <laughs> I mean, how else is your brain supposed to work if you're not eating burgers left and right?
1: All right. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about let's we're gonna talk about Montreal very briefly. Montreal uh, played against uh, I keep forgetting. Well, who did the Houston. Put, Houston dynamo, though. Yeah. Houston, who we never about, we just realized about in 52, we've I don't even think we've said the words Houston Dynamo. That's how bad it might been. not
0: have said Houston Dynamo. <laughs> Houston Dynamo year. have
1: had such a bad like you know year and a half right. uh, uh, that we've they they have not
0: even been on our radar. No, uh, we talk about the Colorado Rapids way more than we talk about the <laughs> Houston Dynamo. It it's, shows you how far they've fallen.
1: Montreal, uh, the Montreal Impact uh, beat Houston one nil, which of course Montreal has. I, I, Houston has
0: not. No, Houston has great defense, but yeah, I mean,
2: look, Houston you know, they is, don't have much else. Really. They are last
1: uh, in the Western Conference. I think they're last in, in, just, in league. just in general. Yeah. They are such a poor team. They just got rid of uh, uh, Giles Barnes. Right. Uh, he went to
0: Vancouver, I believe. Yep. and uh, I think all they have left is Bruin. Will Bruin, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's their um, their biggest offensive threat. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly
1: what's going on, and I guess we'll... we'll Look into it for the six Houston Dynamo fans, yeah. I guess, that are left. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, but we have uh, we're going to we uh, we have a, a interview. There you go. You figured out the words. Coming yeah, up, have, I'm like, what am I? What this are, is the
0: end of this first segment. On our second segment, we have Nick Sabetti from Gold.com, who is also uh, the uh, beat writer for the Montreal Impact. So uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. And we'll be talking to Nick Sabetti right after this. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? This is Alexis Guerreros. So I'm one of the Cooligans, and I just want to talk to you guys real quick about On The Volley Apparel. Really cool clothing brand based out of uh, Southern California. They're LA Galaxy fans, but do not hold it against them. Right now I'm wearing the most comfortable hoodie, and I'm not making that up, the most comfortable pullover hoodie I've ever owned, and it's got the Wu-Tang logo on the front with a soccer pitch inside of it. If you go to our uh, Instagram, you're going to see some of the photos of it. It's absolutely some of the coolest stuff uh, I've ever had. I want you guys to go check them out on Instagram him. At on the volley apparel O N T H E V O L L E Y apparel is A P P A R E L. Check them out. Their website is V A Football Club. V A Football Club.com. Check them out. Absolutely awesome clothing. Such cool style. Buy some of that stuff. Really support them because you guys are doing a great job producing some really, really awesome stuff. And we absolutely love all of their stuff. and I think you guys are really going to love it too. Again, check out that, that Wu-Tang. Uh, they even have that in a t-shirt. So I know it's starting to be summer, it's gonna get nice and hot. Buy yourself a dope t-shirt. Um, i wore it on stage the other day and people kept asking me where i got it it's pretty dope i think everyone's gonna love it i think you will too check them out on the volley apparel welcome back to the cool again welcome back guys uh we have a a six segment planned I agree. I, I I don't know if sick is probably the word I would use, but I think it's sick. sick. You mean sick in the good way. Sick, obviously. gnarly, you know, diseased. Gnarly. <laughs> gnarly. <Yeah>. Because <laughs> one thing people think about when they think of both you and I is surfers <laughs> from California. Uh,
1: no, this is great. I'm going to, I'm excited about it because just, you know, in the last few weeks we've been trying to grow from the, from the, the NYCFC bubble that yeah. we that we've sort of
0: been in. So this is our second year. We made a commitment to get out of, you know, just New York. Right. Yeah. And we love the league. Right. We obviously are season ticket holders. We're playing the field. You know, we're seeing other people. Yeah, Yeah, maybe you don't know what else they got (laughs) going on out there. Uh, And here's the thing. Uh, We both absolutely love, you know, NYCFC, but we also love MLS. One of the teams uh, that we love watching um, is Montreal. And on the phone with us right now from Gold.com, Beat Writer, for Impact at Montreal. I hope I said that correctly. You I did probably not. didn't, you did. but I think I'm going to say this part. <laughs> not <right? bad. laughs> Nick Sabetti is the voice you're hearing on the phone. Nick, how are we, man?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, are you
0: kidding me? Uh, so happy to have you on the phone. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Montreal because you've had a relatively exciting season, but I kind of want to take it back to what really put you guys on the map, I think, for everyone was Drogba's intense half-season last season. And then, of course, the off-season that was a bit touch-and-go, but we're pretty good now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what that was like for you, uh, you know, sort of as Drogba came in. And you can you know if you want to mention anything from before that, but as far as I'm concerned, you didn't really exist before that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, um, you could argue that in Montreal, the impact maybe didn't really exist before Drogba's arrival either. Well, maybe that's a bit... But in a certain sense, his arrival also really, um, you know, really drove the impact on, on, in the sporting landscape here. I mean, his arrival was extraordinary, uh, you know, given you know the stature of the player, given what he's done. Um, over the last, you know, 15 years, you know, really was been one of the great strikers of the past decade and a half, a player that, you know, Saturday mornings you turn on the TV and he's scoring big goals. So it was, uh, it was very surreal for, for, for the fans here. Cause there, I mean, there are a lot of soccer fans here in Montreal and um, it was also um, pretty extraordinary too, because, you know, before his arrival, obviously with, you know, Toronto signing a lot of players and there was this concern that you know that, that you know the, the owner here, the Joey Spudel, although he does you know have um, some financial weight that you know we that we wouldn't be able to attract the players of that caliber of that of that sort of stature here to Montreal. But so his arrival was a surprise, um, in in a way. Um, but um, any the idea how that happened? has been great. Sorry.
0: Any idea how that happened? I mean, obviously, you know, there is a connection caught the right? Ivory coast where he's from French speaking, mm-hmm. French Canadian. So, I mean, it's not completely out of the realm, but is there, was there a relationship with Chelsea? Cause he seemed to be the kind, I know he had gone to China for a little bit, but, uh, he seemed to be the kind of guy that was just waiting to get back to Chelsea. And I think that's one of the things that we ran into in the off season, um, was mm-hmm. his, you know, his desire to go back and coach after the, uh, the failed season. I'm an Arsenal fan. So I was very excited to see Chelsea fail, but. uh for an entire <laughs> season. But um any idea how that happened? Was it Saputo putting that together?
2: Well, I mean it was uh he his he finished his time with Chelsea as a player. It was clear that, you know, he wasn't going to he didn't get much playing time in that last season with them and it was clear that he wasn't going to really play at all uh, after that with them and then, but he still felt like he he could play and uh, he was looking for a new experience and it was a choice between, you know, the U S playing in MLS or in China and the only, uh, and so, um, from there, um, as soon as a big player like that, you know, is, 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 you know, makes his interest known for MLS, MLS obviously asks the clubs, asks around the clubs and MLS, you know, asking who, who would be interested in him. And at that point, um, only the impact and chicago were the where the team chicago had the had his had his um had his rights for the league so it was only those two teams that you know really came forward which in hindsight is kind of at the time it seemed like well he was 30 37 how much more does he have it seems like just like a, so i think a lot of teams sort of backed off from that Maybe, yeah, you know, it, a couple of years ago, there would have been a New York and L.A. involved in that.
1: Well, when uh, just watching Droga this season, uh, we, we were talking about it a couple episodes ago about like how kind of important he's been to the league, uh, you know, since since he's been here just as a fan watching him play. I'm I'm excited to watch him. And then and, and the, during the off season, when it was possible that he would not be returning. That kind of scared me. I was just like, oh, no, I, I I want to see Drogba for as long as possible. Right. So is there is there a, a, a fear maybe even after this season that he might not be returning? Because as a fan of MLS, I would like to see him come back as opposed to just, you know, spend a year and a half and just bounce, you know?
2: Well, his contract is up at the end of this year. Um, so. In all likelihood, he's going to retire. But I mean, he is doing well this year. It started off a little bit slow because he didn't have much of a. He didn't uh, because of the, the whole off season sag of him potentially going back to Chelsea and whatnot. He didn't uh, uh, do the preseason of the impact, and so he it took some time for him to really kind of get going. Um, but I think at this point, right now, the impact are are. are I know I know that they're considering now. Um, making an offer to bring him back for next year. Um, Wow. You heard it here first.
0: (laughs) You heard it here first Uh, on the Kooligans.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not – I mean, there's certainly something that they're thinking about. You know, it's not –
0: It's certainly
1: something something I'm thinking about. I mean,
2: because at this point, I mean, the guy physically is – okay, he's – He's 38, he'll be 39, but... Um, the guy's in great know, he's shape, still, he's still dominating. He's still in great shape. And he's in, he he's in need...
0: so much better shape than I am, it's insane. <laughs>
2: sure, yeah. he doesn't necessarily <laughs> need to, like, I uh, don't know, um, I mean, he's. he doesn't have to make the runs behind, he's, he can play more back to goal, he can play more in the box, he can just offer, just offer that physical presence up up front. And, and in terms of what he's meant to the fan base in this short period of time and, you know, they're selling out every game there. There's a great enthusiasm for this team. And so, um, you know, it's a situation where I think the impact right now are considering, um, you know, wanting to bring him back, whether he would, whether that offer comes, we'll see whether he wants to come back as another story. But I think, after, you know, I think initially at the beginning there was concern about, you know, him not, not being happy to be back with that offer from Chelsea and that chance to go back and he didn't go back at the impact, you know, hardball and, 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 did everything they could to keep him or successful in that. And there was a concern that, you know, now that he's back, is he going to take things seriously, but he, he's been great, you know, his, his attitude and so on. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's certainly, you never know. He could be back next year, but the impact are, that being said, they are, um, you know, they are looking at other players in Europe, but, uh, you know, other possibilities, uh, uh, some players from Syriac because, you know, Saputo own, also owns Bologna right. the club there. So there's, so they are, there's some reports coming out of players that they're linked with, uh, you know, that they're going to, that they could potentially bring next year. So there's no, there's no question that they are looking at, um, alternatives, you know, in case that, in case he, he doesn't come back next year.
0: It's so funny how, how, Impact sort of has this weird, like half Italian, half French culture, you know, or French Canadian, really. But, like, you know, yeah, mm. this like French mm. culture where, like, you got, you got guy. I mean, even Biello, who is, who is, I believe, Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah.
2: all Canadian. Yes. Yeah, your
0: manager. Yeah, he's Canadian, even though he looks exactly <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I get confused with Mancuso, I hope I said that correctly, and, and Nacho. And then I get confused with McConaughey and Biello. I'm like, why's McConaughey <laughs> at the game? he's really excited about Montreal he's upset about that call oh no I'm sorry that's that's Mauro Biello. Uh, let's talk a little well, bit he, about he should up saying all right all right all right. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, you know what it, it, it is because it he's parked in a Buick on the sideline uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, Nacho because I mean I talk about this I've talked about this on the podcast he, at length he's on my fantasy team yeah he's on my fantasy team as well I mistakenly made him a captain for two weeks as opposed to Javinko, but uh, another Canadian we won't talk about TFC um, but let's talk about uh, Piatti because he seems to me and maybe this is just us watching you know uh, the matches or some of the condensed matches he seems to be sort of the, the engine of the of the team he seems to be the the pivot that gets it going you know he springs the attack he makes these amazing uh, through balls and he just seems to be at the right place at the right time how important is he to the club?
2: I know we talked about Drogba but uh, on the field I, I think that Piatti's really in fact the most important player and, and going into the season um you know, with Drogba, given how well he did and how many goals he scored, uh, basically a goal a game when after arriving last year from Chelsea, um, the, the the idea was, you know, well, the impact's going to go as far as Drogba can take them. But this year, it's, uh, you know, Piatti is really, not that he wasn't any good in the previous seasons, but this year he's just really stepped it up a bit. He really feels comfortable uh, and, you um, yeah i think he's 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 definitely the impacts most important player and i would say one of the best players in the league i would probably i would argue i mean obviously this is, you know this is a more subjective thing but pro- i think he's he's the most exciting player in the league you know, the best he's not the best player in the league but i think he's he's in terms of what he does 1v1 and his ability to take on players and often he does too much often he tries too many things tries to be a little bit fancy and so on and, and he tries to you know, take on players in areas where maybe he shouldn't and maybe sometimes he should give the ball off a little bit but from an entertainment standpoint maybe outside of a player like Mauro Diaz and so on in terms of those players who can really light up a game and take on players and they electrifying in that and sense I be- think he's one of the he's one of the most exciting players
1: Nacho Piatti be- is easily the, the Canadian co be Bryant. You know,
2: <laughs> well, he's not Canadian, so no, he's Argentinian. Yeah. But yeah. I guess you know, yeah. I it's uh, but you know, you
0: know. he's. It's so funny that you think of like guys like Ladero who just got to the league and how exciting.
2: Sure. and, and sure. you know
0: they just sort of spring the attack. I don't know really another word for it, but they're so creative and they make these amazing through balls uh, or just like these these really intuitive passes. Uh, Piatti's one of those guys that's been doing it. Uh, I mean, it seems like you guys have a bunch of you know really really smart really uh, strong players on the team. What's the club? Missing because I don't know that there's a lot. I mean, you guys are right now in what fourth place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so. Fourth place, yes. Yeah, in the Eastern Conference. You're in fourth place in the East. Clearly a playoff team, uh, and <clears throat> you guys play a, a relatively sort of playoff-proof style, which is yeah, you don't you know you don't play a style that that people are going to say like oh, but what's how's that going to play in the playoffs? You know, you play a relatively defensive spring the attack sort of counter-attacking style, uh, fast attacking uh, football. How? What what else does the need the team need to get to that first place and be more consistent?
2: Well, the biggest need that they have was in central midfield. That was an area of, of you know clear weakness for them. But they did just bring in um Argentinian midfielder Hernan Baradello, who was already with the impact a few seasons ago, but he was with the impact as a designated player. And then he left because this offer came in from Mexico and it was um you know a bit too good to turn down and and although he was a dp he was a little bit because he was a dp he was a little bit disappointing during his time with the impact but now they had this opportunity to bring him back and you know he's still 28 years old he's got a lot of experience in spanish first division and and he's uh he's a workhorse in the middle and he's a player that you know that you know covers ground and and, uh, and tackles wins backs the ball for them. So, and you know he started his first game against Houston, and you already see the you know he makes a huge difference in the middle of the park in terms of you know covering for the defense and sitting in front in that deeper role. So that was a huge, I think, huge acquisition for the impact going into the playoffs. Um, and then the other areas on the outside of midfield, on the other side of Piatti, maybe. You know, there's an Oduro, there's a ship. I mean, they, it, it's it gets a little, you know, there's a little less quality there. Maybe that would be, but otherwise, it's a very good team.
1: What What's your impression of the just defense, the back line? I mean, not to say that Montreal has that many issues or concerns. Like for for example, Laurent Simon, when uh, in Belgium, his, you know, his. Uh, time there uh, during the Euros weren't super strong. Started out good,
0: Started out good. <laughs> and then a lot of bad highlights there. And,
1: and there seems to be, you know, there, there was the other highlight that you know Jack Harrison had on uh, on a youngo. Uh, you know, he he had the, that goal of the week yeah. where he was just sort of crossing him up. So there, there seems to be, uh, you know, some some miscues, some issues. What, what what's your impression of the the Montreal Impact back line?
2: Yeah, there's some. Um, they do have some sort of um, fragilities. Or all the one thing at center back with Simon, I mentioned. I mean, I, I, I think you know Simon is probably the best defenseman in the league. But I'm not sure he's with. I'm not sure he's got the ideal partner next to him. With you know Cabrera, Cabrera is very similar in terms of player, in terms of physical stature, but also in terms of you know someone who. Is, very aggressive in his, you know, uh, trying to read the game and anticipate. Ideally, with a player like Simon, who's not a big guy, you'd want a a bigger player next to him. Like, you know, in Columbus, you have Parker, who's kind of similar to Simon in terms of stature, so a slimmer kind of guy. But then he's got Sauro next to him, big, tall, powerful presence. So, you know, that kind of combination. The impact don't have that. So one area for them on... You know, with crosses in the box on set pieces, they lack a little bit of aerial ability. I find there. Um, Donny Toya at left back. Um, he's been out for a lot for many games this year, and he he's he's a tremendous defender one v one. And when he's in the lineup, the impact are a lot more solid defensively. So, no, it, it, it's a good defense. It's a good back line, but they do make mistakes i think they're they're very aggressive in the way they they like to defend they try and anticipate they try and uh, it's not a kind of stay at home defense they try and really get at you and 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 make it difficult whatever but but sometimes you get caught and you see that often with this team so um no it, it's a good defense but it's it, there are they do have some vulnerabilities for sure
0: what's it going to take to get a guy like oduro to be consistent because there are moments and flashes of Pure brilliance, and when his we say pace, flash, is, it's literally flash. Yeah, because exactly, flash. <laughs> his, his pace is unbeatable. Uh, you know, it, he reminds me a lot as an Arsenal fan of of sort of like young Theo Walcott. Like, there's all this pace, but then every once in a while, there's just like a missed pass or or you know, just uh, you know, a terrible first touch. You know, is it is it some is it the pressure to live up to the level of talent around him? Is it just the type of player he is? Maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into that because there, when when he came. When he came to Yankee Stadium to play NYCFC, we were in the stands and completely fearful of his pace. I didn't think there was anyone. Mm-hmm. Matarita, maybe, and I think he was injured that game. So there was like – I was really worried about his pace, yeah, but it seems and, like they and, can't use it as a weapon.
1: And Yankee Stadium is so small, he was getting box to box just in, in mere seconds. Are you
0: kidding me? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was in both sides of the pitch. He was in both boxes at the same time.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, he's – well, I would say that since he's arrived um, – the impact. I think this is now his third season. Um I uh, he I think he's he's grown a lot as a player. Um he's still not his finishing uh, you know his finishing is still is still not great considering the chances that he gets. Uh, but on the outside of a 4231 or a four three three um I think his decision making has improved a lot. I mean his passing is a lot better. I mean it's still not spectacular but uh but it's improved a lot and I think it's obviously his speed and uh, also on the defensive side it helped that helps a lot um at this point I think he's 30 or 31 right now and so you know the player is uh, he is what he is now I, I don't think that uh, he there's you know he's going to grow so much more as a player I think it's but uh yeah I would say for the impact he would be the player that uh, you know starts on you know starts on the other side of uh, of piatti in, in, in the midfield as, as a winger so it is so that's that would like, like you mentioned weaknesses before i mean that's you know a little bit of a you know Sort of uh, an area where it's thought you know the impact aren't aren't very strong there. Or ideally you could have somebody else, and you know he's taking up quite a bit of space on the solid cap. So I-,
1: I wanted to get uh, your opinion on the the Drogba red card. He got a red card two games ago. I forgot exactly who it was against, uh, but it seemed incredibly petty. It seemed, very, it seemed like a very harsh red card. Uh, what What did you think of, of, of the red card he got? Yeah, because
0: he was very surprised. <laughs> Not yeah, like complaining it, yeah, to get it turned it was, over, just I thought surprised. It was, I thought
2: it was a bit much. I mean, obviously, he shouldn't be doing that. I mean, he should know better and all that, but I don't think there was anything... I mean, there was nothing especially violent or really dangerous about that. I mean, it, it's just silly. I mean, maybe you give... You know, you could almost just you could almost not even give a yellow for that. And just like, you go, you know, it's just like kids stuff. You just go over and say, look, you know, take it, it a, easy. It was you a know? nudge.
1: It was a knee, you know, a nudge with his knee. Right. He played noogie yeah. with his knee. <laughs> on like the other I said, player. it's
2: not, it's not like violent conduct.
1: Well, it almost, you know, it seemed, you know, a couple uh, weeks ago during the New York Derby, Jesse Marsh was talking, you know, he, Ugh, he, he made those public comments about how the referees <laughs> are, 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 not, <laughs> 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 we have, we have a history. Yeah. Um, a little...
0: <laughs> Not, not that unbiased
1: <laughs> here sorry but uh, he made those comments about how the referees uh you know to specifically to the nycfc designated players they tend to give them uh you know they don't make calls on them or they you they know protect, them, they protect really, them yeah that was the term and yeah it, it almost seems like mm. that could have an, a, an effect on the rest of the league because it, this red card towards drug was seemed like a response to we're not going to protect the dps if they're gonna you know if they're going to be mildly reckless
0: see that's christian thinking that i'm i just happen to think that <laughs> it's because the 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 officiating i think is atrocious uh at most times it's very inconsistent and you know uh my history watching soccer uh you you sort of understand how someone's going to call the game you know you understand this guy's gonna you know get the yellows out quickly this guy's gonna let you be physical a little bit it seems like it's you know people change the, the refs change their mind midway through a match very very quickly uh so i was i you you know, I watched that. And I was like, "What is he giving them a red for?" You know, look, it's only going to help us as NYCFC fans. But you know, for the purpose of the league, I think you're right. It's like we're going to protect the DPS until we forget that they're DPS in the middle of a match, and then just give them a red card for something really, really silly. You know?
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they protect players in terms of uh, you know, I I was watching New York City game in San Jose on friday you know there was a some soft tackles on on Pirlo. he goes down easy and the ref whistles it and you know there's cases like that where you know the referees will you know give give the foul protect the big the big players and so right. on but um you yeah, know I, I don't i think in terms of the, i think i don't know in terms of numbers comparing other leagues how many red cards you know are there more red cards in MLS? my impression is that there is i'd I, be interesting to see look at the stats in other leagues, but um, my feeling is that some, but there are my my feeling is that there are a lot of red cards that are given which aren't red cards, like I would say like 30% of the red cards aren't red cards, something like that or something close to that I think the one I thing think, about
0: Pirlo I, though yeah. is to keep in mind that it's in his contract that he's not allowed to touch the ground yeah. uh, with his behind so <laughs> rules are once, rules, as though. soon as he touches the ground I mean come on you know <laughs> get that other guy out of here uh, real quick I want to wrap this up but I want to ask you guys uh, you know I know a lot of a lot of uh, the clubs are talking about their academies um, you know maybe a quick 30 seconds is there anything about uh, you know the, the Montreal because I remember watching a video of Drogba making um, the youth players dance in the locker room and it seemed like it was a big bonding moment this might have happened at the end of last season and you know it was a big deal for the youth players just to get into the first team locker room. Um, You know, and I, you know, that's, that's something that's just honored all over the world. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the youth soccer setup that you guys have there in Montreal. Are there any prospects right now that you think are MLS level ready or really excited about?
2: um well the academy is fairly really new it's been around for about six years now um there there uh there hasn't been very much to be honest uh the players uh you know there hasn't really been anyone who's been able to break into the starting 11 so far although the most exciting talent is this kid called tabla I Forget his name now it's a long french name he's like two two parts to it but his last name is tabla and he's he's a really exciting winger you know because i mean it's one these academies it's one thing i mean to develop defenders and defensive-minded players but the real challenge is developing those more attack-minded players those players who have those real technical abilities to get a difficult spaces and whatnot those qualities are more difficult to develop and you know there's a player a tabla who was who's on who supposedly according to our according to or from ESPN is on the radar of some big clubs in Europe and in the Premier League and whatnot. I don't know how true that is, but certainly a player that who has unique ability to, you know, gets the ball midfield and can just go on a run and take on players. And you saw him against Roma a little bit in uh, a friendly, was only a friendly, but he created a lot of problems when he came on in the second half. But So he's an exciting player. But of course, you know, you can come on for 20 minutes and, and look sharp, but it's another thing to... You know, to do it 90 minutes, week in, week out, and deal with many situations. So. Nobody really yet. Uh, uh, I don't think uh, in, within the next year or two, I don't think we're going to see anyone really break into the starting eleven anytime soon here in, in Montreal.
0: We got to get you guys a Lauren. That that dude is a beast. You know the fact that he yes. doesn't play for the American national team really upsets me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we, we're mm-hmm. trying to we're trying to get him to Sydney Larue. Uh, that's what we're trying to do, um, <laughs> and uh, that's before he gets bought by Benfica, which is looking like.
2: But that. he's already played for Canada, so it's he's got the caps, so he's tied you know there's nothing
0: you're, you can do about you're it. really excited to tell me that by the way
2: <laughs> i mean it's final i mean look we finally get one like we finally have a decent striker you know like you know, let them let us enjoy it. You know, yeah.
0: yeah we no, I haven't be- had
2: anybody else for like a hundred years. Or, yeah. Well, except for Dero. D- D- D-
0: yeah. D- come on, great. De Rosario was but, great. You know. And also, we're we're trying to be typical Americans. We found that you have a resource, and we're trying to take it. Okay. <laughs> it worked with Aaron Johansson. Okay. It worked with a couple of German kids.
2: Yeah. We, we sold you Alaska. That's right. Like, we're not gonna give you Laren now. Right?
0: I think it's exciting that you guys use the term "sold." We come yeah. on. That was. That I mean, was at the very. Well, least, I don't
2: no, i'm not i'm not much of an historian so, you
0: know, <laughs> you know it,
1: alaska had sarah palin so uh, i was yeah we, can we, we ha-
0: swap we have a little bit of buyer's remorse
2: trust yeah. me
1: can
0: we swap sarah palin for Kyle <laughs> aaron come on now it's a good deal uh, <laughs> trudeau could stand next door it's beautiful both beautiful <laughs> listen you you thank you so much for coming on board is there anyone anything you want the fans to know where to follow you where to find you
2: oh you can follow me on on twitter at nick at nick's betty two t's rhymes of spaghetti
0: boom and we're going to tag you on everything thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with us <laughs> nick thank hey, you no so problem. much uh and fans thank hey, you for it was li- fun thank you for listening we'll be right back with segment number three we're gonna do a little cool against corner right after this
1: <clears throat> couple young kings
2: Look, 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 man, I'm the one they all fear. fear. I was the man of the year last year, last year. Now I'm the man of the year for the second year straight, like nobody don't compare. And, and I'm sitting on the top and I'm looking straight down that hole. And is anybody there? Sh- shut down Malia, shut down Iceland. Oh my god, it's not fair. Look, man, I was on the rose when you see me. Stop that, stop that, stop. You're not a bad boy, stop that, stop that. Stop paintings on my WhatsApp, WhatsApp, Yeah, they love when I drop that.
0: Cooligan's Corner, baby! Cooligan's
2: Corner! Yeah! Squirt, squirt, back, back,
0: squirt, squirt.
1: Okay. Well, Come on! <laughs> I pointed right at you. <laughs> no. I was gonna say that. I th- those are. That's the sound of people protesting outside. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Protesting because they want more squirt, squirt, <laughs> bang, bang. That's what it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. All right, we got Cooligan's Corner. We know we went long on the interview and in the first segment was kind of long. Uh, so we're going to uh, make this short. Two really, really important things. Uh, it's uh, three almost, but three.
1: Very, we're going to wrap this up. Right? Yeah. Put it, a little, little
0: bow on it, a cute little red bow. It's a little baby bow. Baby bow. Uh, uh, what you heard uh, in the break was the sound of Stormzy, which is a grime artist. Grime is very popular. That's sort of the uh, Jamaican British. Version of hip hop uh, that's their version of out there. He's very popular. And what you didn't see, uh, if you watch the, because you listen to it, but if you watch the video, it's Pogba dancing. Yeah, uh, uh, this is his introduction to Manchester United. Paul Pogba is now
1: a member of Manchester United. Right. So he is an Adidas. Uh, he's an Adidas athlete. Yes. He is there's now a, in there's an a Adidas huge club. marketing campaign right yeah. behind it. So they have a they have a music video. They have a kid cereal uh, uh, <laughs> a theme park opening <laughs> the, up. next the Pogba theme park. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you must dab this hard to get in. Uh,
1: yeah, so there's a lot yeah. of a lot happening. So there's obviously there's a big uh, this is a
0: big deal in the soccer world because sure. Pogba is uh, the highest transfer uh, of all time. Yeah, you know, the most expensive transfer of all time. And uh, also, you know, he dances. He's a good dancer. You know, I'll give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. He's not the best, but he's pretty good. Um, Storms. He's very good. He's a he's a very big guy. So I'm not going to say anything. Uh, the one thing I don't like is that Pogba dabs obviously, but he does a little bit of a of a sort of a basketball shot uh, dance, uh, and uh, homie, you ain't the one to do that. Yeah, you're not Jim Jones. Though. No. Also, we saw your basketball shot. <laughs> you ain't allowed to do that dance, man. You do not know what you're doing. In fact, the dance looked better than the actual shot. You should learn from the dance.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so Pogba's back uh, to Manchester United. Obviously, there were weeks of will he or won't he? This, right. uh, you know, this 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 the the romance uh, going back going back to a former love uh, in uh, in Manchester but now it's official he's finally uh, going back to Manchester United. I this is honestly as a fan of the Premier League this is a little bit scary. Manchester
0: United look like the you know the Golden State Warriors of the Premier League. This is crazy. If David Moyes or Van Hall was still their manager I'd be like eh, they'll find a way to mess this up. Yeah. But they also got Jose, who, you know, I know his last season uh, at Chelsea was bad. Look, his third season everywhere is bad. Do I have to put up with this for two seasons of him winning? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Yeah, this looks this it, at this point. It looks
1: like if Jose does not win the Premier Premier League title.
0: It was. It, it's a failure. It's his fault at this point because he has everyone now. You he, know, has he has
1: everything. He cannot complain like, oh, no. I,
0: I'm missing pieces here and there. Right. No.
1: <laughs> at that was like, yo, we gave you all the... We, we gave you access to the vault. We
0: gave you everything. <laughs> so... The, the expectation has to be incredibly high. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he, I mean, I, this, he almost has to be in the Champions League final after winning well, the Premier League. Well, yeah. So, you know, Manchester United is
1: not going to be in the Premier League. They're uh, in, in, in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know what I'm saying? Next they're not going to be in the Champions yeah. League this season. So, which is even more reason why they should win uh, the title.
0: For they're, sure. They're going to be in Europa. They should only send the kids to Europa, so it doesn't disturb them from trying to win the league. Yeah. So obviously,
1: that's, again, like the expectation is going to be very, very high. But this is, yeah, this is a big deal. I'm, I'm not a Man U fan, but this is. <sighs> They're gonna be fun to watch. You're gonna be
0: fun to watch yeah. Ibrahimovic until uh, they play Everton and until they play <laughs> Arsenal.
1: I just feel like I, I have this fear like they're just gonna dominate so many teams.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the case. But soccer is one of those sports where that can happen. You yeah. Know? People said that about PSG, and they did. You know. Yeah. 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 Hopefully
1: that. Yeah. Hopefully that. That's that not does what. Not happen. happen. Just have a forty point lead against Arsenal in second. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, could. <laughs> Could this be a sign to Arsene Wenger to just please, 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 please buy a striker? Yeah. Could we what? use Mares? Speaking of Mares, yeah. Oh, uh, the Community Shield game. Uh, you were just saying before Leicester without Conte.
1: Yeah. So uh, the Community Shield uh, game, Manchester United one two to one with the yeah. late goal from Ibrahimovic. Beautiful um, run,
0: run up and score from Lingard. Uh, yeah, Jesse Lingard got uh, uh, just a goal that. Uh, he just, like another thing, by the way. This isn't hockey. Sorry, Lingard. I said Lindegard. Linder, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> but Jesse Lingard, uh, a great goal that just uh, obviously, mean, he just turned on the boosters. Yeah, he just like uh, look for in Leicester doesn't never really allowed goals like that last
0: season where people no, would just were, kind of were, run yeah. right through them. And I and I they were hard to break down last season. I know it's only the first match, but they had a whole preseason. You yeah. Know? and Musa looked good, but, you know, Vardy, again, you know, doing what he does. You know, you give him a chance and he's going to score. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. Defensively, a, they're not the same.
1: It's a different team, man. Without Conte, Conte, obviously, and Golo Conte went to Chelsea. Right. And... There, uh, look, they they Chelsea got him for a reason, and and Conte's not someone who uh you, you're not expecting him to score any, you just said sem- no. be a beast in the middle. You
0: got one job break it apart, break, break it clean up any yeah.
1: any mess. And that goal looked like it, it could have been something Conte would have prevented for sure. Uh, but Ibrahimovic scored the second goal, uh, late. And uh, even though Lester had uh, some good chances, they, they, they could have, uh, you know, it could have ended uh, probably in penalties or something like that. But when you see Ibrahimovic there, they, I, you know, most strikers, he, I mean, he looks like a center back. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Most strikers are, in England are not that big. No. And, uh, you know, and he hopped over West Morgan. Yeah, that's right. To get that goal, so this is that—that that was the thing that I'm like, oh my god, you the captain? Yeah, you hop
0: <laughs> over the beast of a captain. Yeah,
1: and people, some people think it, it could have been offsides. I think close, he was offside. close call. It was a close call, close, but, but I think what you're seeing is that he muscled his way into yeah, a header, I and mean, that I mean, looks like it's gonna be it's gonna cause some problems yeah. for some. Uh, Ibrahimovic is
0: to reference someone, something you said. Ibrahimovic is Andy Carroll if Andy Carroll could use his feet. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would. I I I hate the fact that the whistle was blown at the end. I just want to see him score. Oh yeah, yeah, from you know past the halfway <laughs> line because uh, you know Schmeichel was up. Schmeichel so, was up. Yeah, right. uh
1: So uh, one thing about the Community Shield to me, obviously it's 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 the first game like the first official sort of right.
0: game of FA like, cup winner versus Premier League winner
1: and. They have a whole big ceremony and the whole thing, which it just seems weird. It's yeah. a, It seems weird to pop champagne the first game of the
0: season. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the first trophy, though. It's It, it really is a trophy. Yeah, I mean, it is. No one considers it. You know, when you, you talk about uh, trophies you've won, you know, Arsenal, they say, oh, they won the FA Cup two years in a row. No one says they won the Community Shield two years in a row mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? So people just don't talk about that.
1: Yeah. You know? it, 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 watching the celebration after, after the match, I'm like, it seems like just... It's a little it's like it's a bit much. It's a bit
0: much. <laughs> this reminds me of NASCAR. Remember NASCAR's like biggest event was the first event of the year, and then you had like a whole season. Yeah. I don't know anything about NASCAR, but that's the only thing I knew it was like Whatever it is, like the Grand Speedway event, whatever mm. I don't know the name of it. Like it's something five hundred. Uh, Indy, no, not Indy. Daytona, Daytona, Daytona. 500. Is it? The, was that the big one? Daytona five hundred. but I don't know if it's the first one. I, I, it used to be. They changed it oh, okay, now okay, because okay. they want like an actual point yeah. system. But yeah, it used to be like you won this big one. Oh, look at this, you won the first race, and they're like, all right, now you have a whole season. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you know, yeah. It's, like, it's like getting
1: excited about like in the NFL. If you like, if you win all your preseason games, like, and then having a
0: trophy, ceremony yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, that's a little odd. Forget the forget the Super Bowl winner, <laughs> did you hear who won the All-Star game? Yeah, the, the All-Pro game? Or the uh, Pro Bowl, that's the name of it.
1: So that was uh so that was cool, but uh, the final thing I wanted to discuss on Cooligan's Corner, uh David Villa, right? So NYCFC, look, we know in the MLS they they're, they're trying to be a uh, a, a big uh, influence on yeah. the rest of the league. Obviously with three in in like megastar DP's, obviously, you know, they they're making uh, a conscious effort to attract track fans right. to and the we're game. We're in a big media
0: market. That's right.
1: So it's a, it's 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 beneficial for the MLS to have a successful and popular team in the the greater New York area, right? Absolutely. And let's not okay, in New York, City. in New York City specifically. Come on now. <laughs> Don't do that. In uh so uh, David Villa was recently on Sesame Street. Which, what an honor! What a cool thing! And if you, if you, you NYCFC posted it, you can see it on on their website. He you was can, talking it,
0: Spanish to Maria. That's
1: right. right. <laughs> <laughs> to Rosita, the little Rosita. Uh, oh, that's the right. Girl. There is a little one. Now. The little yeah. one. So he was, uh, he was on there with the segment probably like three minutes, uh, but very very cool. He's speaking in English uh, and it's for via specifically. It is like a, they, cause they had her like a behind the scenes thing and, and people, when they go, we, we have, uh, um, there's one a comic who works for Sesame street. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and, um, uh, so it's. I've always heard it's like a very uh, flattering thing to to be there, especially when you with you know even it's for adults, even for adults, it's like oh boy, well they're all here, like yeah, uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, uh, and that's how the because uh, like those those Muppets or puppets, whatever they are, yeah, the they are,
0: are they're Muppets, they're famous, yeah, yeah, and people
1: know them all over the world. Yeah. Uh, they might have different voices and uh, like yeah. they, they don't. You know, it's not Hello, in I am Kermit. <laughs> it's not English in Spain. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I am
0: Franz Kermit.
1: But it, it is a global thing and people are very ha- excited to see them. And it was cool for Villa, who, who's, uh, you know, English is not his first language, to do that and, and be in front of an American audience. And, you know, Villa has been very uh, vocal about that. He wants, he doesn't want to go back to Spain and, and, and you know, he's already a big star there and a legend. Right. And he will always be that. But he wants to be in the American market and be known, and he wants to He's help... He's starting camps here. Yeah, he wants to help yeah. grow the game, and that's a, that's a great way to do it. And, and one thing I loved about it, because it like, Sesame Street is a very... It's a, you know, obviously it's, it's a good thing and kids and it's educational and kids kids learn a lot from it. Right. But it, you know, uh, and they obviously use it for, for good, but it's like, I was watching it as an NYCFC fan. I'm like, yeah, it's just like indoctrinate them before they can be Red Bulls fans. You know, get them,
0: get those kids when they're young, (laughs) (laughs) tell them who's cool.
1: (laughs) We are. And it really does. You know, they, they, they gave, uh, uh, uh jerseys to like Rosita and Cookie Monster yeah. NYCFC jersey and like that's there's probably like 10,000 kids uh, yeah. yeah, watch that and they're like, hey, that's a, I like soccer and that's a guy yeah. who was on the show and they're going to be fans of everyone. That's TV. huge.
0: It's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's a big it's a big thing. I'm very happy about it. I didn't watch it. I still to this day have not even seen a full episode of Sesame I've never seen Sesame Street. Um, never watched it when I was a kid, but uh, it's nice to know that there's a Latin one. There's, a, there's one that speaks Spanish <laughs> that would have helped me watch it when I was young, when I didn't speak English. But I, I agree with you. David V is doing, I mean, you can't ask for a better DP. He plays his ass off. Uh, he tries 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 hard. He's out there in the community. He's starting academies. I mean, he's doing it all wonderful, wonderful guy. And I'm sure the MLS is very happy with him just as much as we are. And even if you're fans of rivals like Red Bulls or DC United or, or Philly or New England, you got to love a guy like David Villa. You can't hate David Villa. He's like Derek Jeter. Everyone, you know, Boston fans hated the Yankees. They would have wanted Derek Jeter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, happy to have another Jeter. Yeah, this has been an absolutely wonderful episode. Uh, again, thanks Nick Sabetti. Uh, uh, and again, He's getting a couple stickers. Uh, that's what you get when you're on uh, the Cooligans. If you are a fan and you want some, send us an email soccercooligans at gmail.com. Tell us you want stickers. Tell us where to send it And we will send you some stickers And then all you have to do Is take a couple photos with them Tell us where you put it up Or show it to them You know, share it with the world Share us with the world Share our videos with the world Hit like Hit five stars on iTunes Hit subscribe or follow Or all those buttons That you can press on social media Uh, That would help us out greatly We are building and building and building We got a lot of surprises coming out A lot of things for the fans um, And some of the players that we love In this league So we would love if more and more people Found out about this uh, Because we're trying really, really hard Yeah,
1: we are This is an everyday thing We, uh, We do this podcast once a week but once we're, a week every day stuff is going on behind the scenes we are really trying mm-hmm. to make this a, a, a thing that that is uh, entertaining and fun and people care about and, and and it will actually help grow the game you know right. I it's there's a a connection to uh humor and soccer that we're genuinely trying to like merge and, yeah. and, and make it part of our culture and just so, so that people, you know, when you mentioned Jovinka, when you mentioned Villa, people are like, oh, I don't watch soccer, but I heard of that guy. Right. You know, that, that's that, that's a nice feeling. Even that kind of progress is a, is a good sign.
0: We're using our talents to try to build the sport. So hopefully you can use your fingers to help build our following. <laughs> Sounded very weird, but you know what I mean? Hit those things on your phone. Uh, make sure you follow and subscribe. I am Alexis Guerrero. I am Christian Polanco. And together we are the, the cool again. Squirt, squirt, bang, bang.